today, I think we're beginning our um, top ten, right, Alex? Yes, that's right. We're starting the top ten this week. And then after the top ten, we'll be moving to what we're calling deep water, which is more about uh, issues, um, uh, gender issues, racial issues, divorce, uh, when you're in horrible pain, when trauma hits, things like that. So, yes, today is the start of the top ten. So um, check those out. Now, I've kind of already done my top ten already, uh, the greatest principle and the ones after that, some of the foundational videos. This, these are the top ten uh, from our listeners. And today, uh, the one for this week is called First, Cre First Grade Career Day. And I guess the point of it is uh, I did uh, part of my doctoral internship in psychology in Metro Nashville schools, and my favorite thing was career day. And basically what I learned from career day is that as adults, our values need to be the things that were important on first grade career day, but they're frequently not. They were when we were six. But as we've grown, our values have shifted to something else. And that, and that uh, in my experience, the most popular first-grade career days uh, were construction workers. I mean, you know, the kids didn't care that, that they were rich and famous. Now, that was some time ago. Maybe that's changed now. But even if it has, I believe that's where our values should be because the things that were popular were fun courage, uh, doing something that matters, that makes a difference, doing what's right, helping others. Those were the really popular kind of themes at first grade career day. And when I remember back to like six years old for me, those were the things I valued and, and thought were great too. But then when, by the time I was 25 or six, I really wasn't living by those values anymore. I was living by what's in it for me. I was living uh, based on a lot of things related to money, a lot of things related to pleasure and pain, uh, but not so much the first grade career day stuff. And if you're a sports fan, you've probably heard the name Jim Balvano. Uh, he died of cancer, was the basketball coach at North Carolina State University, won a national championship, but died much too early from cancer. And uh, ESPN teamed with him to establish the ESPN Jimmy V Foundation for Cancer Research. And when he wasn't far from death, he kind of gave the inaugural kickoff speech. And I just loved it. And, and uh, one of the things he said is he said, you know how you can know if it's been a great day? He said, for me, that's three things. If I have a day, every day, where I laugh a little, not at someone's expense, but just joyful laughter, laugh a little, cry a little, something touches my heart a little, and I learned something. Those three things, laugh, cry, and learn. He said, that's a heck of a day, man. It's hard to beat that day. And if you keep having that day that includes all those three things every single day, then your life is going to become more and more and more meaningful and purposeful. The first two of those, laugh and cry, are both relational. 
So you can't not prioritize relationships if you're prioritizing laughing a little and crying a little every day because those are relational, okay? The things that tend to get us uh, tripped up is pleasure and pain, which is our most our most primary programming, and it never goes away. We're just supposed to choose what is love-based, what makes a difference, courage, what matters, what's right, helping others, what's fun. We're just supposed to start prioritizing those things instead of pleasure and pain once we get to a certain point in our life. And in my experience, most people never do. They're at 50, 60, 70, 80, and they're not living by first-grade career day values. They're living by money, pleasure, pain, what's in it for me, et cetera. So what I would recommend this week is, um, you know, when you pray and meditate a little bit, think back to when you were in kindergarten or first grade. What were the things you valued? at that point in your life, and then make a list of what you're valuing now based on what you think about and do. Not necessarily you would ha uh, how you would answer that question. I don't have a doubt that most of you, if asked the question, would say, oh, yes, I value my kids and my wife, and, you know, but are you living that way? The way, the way you tell if that's what you're really valuing now is if you're living that way or not. If that's how you would answer, but you're not living that way, then that's not really what you value most, even though it's, it's the way you would answer the question. So I would write down what were my first grade career day values, what are my values now based on how I'm living, and if those don't mesh, if you don't like the values you're living by now, if it's too much about money and stuff that money will buy, too much about what's in it for me, one, one easy way to tell that is experiencing something in the anger family, which is always the result of a wrong goal, okay, then change. I, I don't care what age you are. I don't care if you're 80 years old. You can start living by those first grade career day values again. And every day, laugh a little, cry a little, learn a little bit. Be about what is joyful, what makes a difference, what's courageous, what helps other people, what is right, okay? And you do that and your life will, get, will just get better and better and better. But you have to make a point to prioritize that. And some of you, your unconscious mind may be so junked up, you got to clean some stuff up first. So start activating your vagus nerve every day, which we've talked about. Turn everything into a prayer, which we've talked about. Uh, get out memory engineering or trilogy and clean some of that stuff up. But start living the values that you really believe. Um, I've counseled a lot of people at the end of their life. And uh, what, I've, what I've experienced is exactly what Jim Valvano said in that speech. He said, guys, I, I, I can't waste time anymore. I don't have hardly any of it left. And that's exactly what I've experienced with people at the end of their life. And, and every single time 
when I'm working with someone at the end of their life, if they have lived their life by these real values, first grade career day values, usually they rest easy, they've got a smile on their face, they'll say, you know what, I'm not ready to go, but I am ready to go. I feel like basically I've done my best, but if they've not lived their life by those things, very often they're crushed, and and the dying process is a whole different nightmarish kind of animal because they they feel like they're out of time and they blew it. Well, don't let that happen to you. Start changing today, tomorrow, and don't stop until you're living what you value most. Not just saying it, not just answering the question that way, but really living it. And that's it for me, Johanna. All right. Thank you so much, Alex. And uh, so if any of you have any comments you'd like to um, share or questions, press star 2 on your phone. That's going to raise your hand. And I will... Um, and I will unmute your line so that you can interact with Alex. Okay, we have one hand up, and this is Glenn in California. And your line hey, is open. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Dr. Alex. Hi, Johanna. How are you guys doing today? Great. How are you? Hey. Doing, doing great. Another great I, 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 think, I think they're saying we're expecting uh, part of a typhoon here tomorrow and Friday. So we'll see how we're doing a couple of days from now. Oh, but, other, yeah. but other than that, other than that, you're doing great, though, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Beautiful. So when when you started talking about this topic, I know you were going in another direction with it, but I suddenly recalled that in in my kindergarten and first grade classes, when my mother would, would drop me off to this new school, that that I I threw a conniption fit and was just scared to death of my mother leaving me and these kids and these people I didn't know. And and, and right. I, I guess it, you could call it a trauma. And I think right. that happened that, about two, sure. two, or three, two or three times. And, and I, I, a lot of people go through it. So I'm wondering, is this, is this uh, just added to my energy body? Is this something that, that has stayed with me? Like, like the, the research shows these traumas, they stay with you in some form. And I didn't even, I'm not even aware of it. Yeah, to, you, you may have heard it described when you start to heal these things, it's kind of like peeling an onion. And and the thing about peeling an onion is it seems like you're never going to get to the end. Every time you peel a layer off, there's another layer. Well, the onion, what an onion is, is its layers. Its layers are the onion. There's nothing else, okay? And in my experience, when you have a trauma like that, um, unless God just touches you or you intentionally work on that to resolve it at some point, yes, it stays active and it keeps sending that fight or flight signal to your brain your entire life. And that's why, that's why you can't just ignore this stuff. I mean, if it worked to ignore it, that would be the easiest thing. And we would all be saying, well, just ignore it. Just just find a way not to ever think about that again. The problem is we used to think that the memories didn't do anything unless we actively thought about them. Now we know that's not true. They're active whether we're thinking about them or not, still resonating out that negative signal. So I, I would I would always advise 
go through a, a self-inventory of every category of the healing codes, every negative emotion, every belief, every negative thought, and see if you can track back to where it came from or do your best to do that and then and then ask that all the ones you can't remember that are related to that be healed as well. Uh, but, yes, uh, 90% of the time, 9 out of 10 times, they are still a trauma 30 years later unless either God touches you or you have actively worked to resolve it and you can feel it's resolved. So, so do you mean by God touches you, is that another name for grace that it just yeah, disappears? Yeah, yeah. And I've seen that happen. It's happened to me. It's my favorite way, but it doesn't always happen. So if you seek that and it doesn't happen, all right, then get to work with some of the tools we've got to kind of fix it manually. Great. Okay. That's my question. Thanks, Dr. All right. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much, Glenn. God bless. All right. So um, if anyone else has any questions for Alex or comments like Glenn, um, please raise your hand. Star 2 is going to raise your hand. And if you're on the web, you can go ahead and type a question in, and I will read that to Alex. And we'll just give a couple more seconds, Alex. Sometimes it takes a couple seconds okay. for your hands to show up. Okay, here's another one, and this is from someone in New Mexico. Your number is 9781, and your line is open. Hi, um, this is Mary, and um, I actually had just a comment on last week's um, thing about, I don't know if it was last week's, the one about grace, dying grace at dying time. Yeah, dying grace at dying time. That... Um, I just want to say that I've been using it as much as I can remember it, and it's it's amazing. I I I mean I listened to you talk about it, and it was like yeah okay sure, but then when I tried it, I was pretty shocked that I mean even silly stuff like I don't want to brush my teeth right now. Well, you right. know, grace brushing my teeth, grace, and you know at, at brushing my teeth time and then I, I didn't have a problem doing it. I mean, it, I, it works on all kinds of stuff that I was really, um, it's just a matter of remembering to do it. <laughs> but um, I just want to say thanks. That That's like the simplest thing. I don't have to go into a long process with it or anything like that. I just think of that and think of God's grace all the time. And it was amazing. Well, Mary, Mary, thank you so much. And, yeah, I started using it on big things and and felt the power in big things. And then I sort of got addicted, and it spread to, like, you know, brushing my teeth or little things like that. But you're right. And, and to me, the reason for that, Mary, is simple. Grace is in the spiritual realm, and the spiritual realm is where miracles happen every day. The natural realm, miracles don't happen. So, if you're trying to live by the natural, which is only the amount of strength I have in this body and in my mind right now, okay, yeah, I've got a certain amount of energy. But if I plug into the spiritual where 
unlimited and miraculous energy is available, oh, man, that's a whole different paradigm. So, yeah, yeah. thank you so much for sharing that. And and one other thing, um, last night or somebody was telling me over and over again that you're accountable and you're saved. So yeah. it was, a, or no, I, I, you're accountable and you're forgiven. So, so it's like I have to do the best I can, and when I can't do it, it's okay. I mean, it was it was a really, um, really important little message for me. So anyway, yeah. I just want to say those two things. Yeah, another way to think about that, Mary, and and it is that that was a pivotal uh, lesson in my life, is that. You are not responsible. You are accountable. Those right. are two different things. The problem yeah. is people people take on responsibility for their mistakes when they're not responsible. They are accountable, but that's 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 that means to be able to give an account of what happened. Well, yeah, you can do that and 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 you are accountable, but you are not responsible, and that is not credited against you. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. Well, having having your thing to read every week really helps me stay on track, so thank you. Well, thank you, Mary. God bless you. You too. Yeah. Bye. God bless you, Mary. Thank you. All right. Again, if you have a question or comment, um, like Glenn or Mary, just raise your hands. Star 2 is going to raise your hand, and we'll unmute your line. And if you are on the web, you can type it in, and I will read it to Alex. Let's see if anyone else raises their hand. Just wait a minute. I think that's going to be it for today, Alex. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. And remember, you can send in your questions, and you don't have to be here. We'll answer them, and you can listen to your answer after we post the call. But have a wonderful day. Love you, Johanna. Thank you.